Hello and welcome to the 2021 edition of Waste of Time podcast. <laughs> you really didn't know where you were going to go with that, did no, you? No, I didn't. And I never do because you know what came into my head then? Go I on. said, I said, oh, the 2021 edition of the podcast. And then that made me think, oh, that sounds like it's we're doing one a year. Right, yeah, it does come across a bit like that, but and we're not, not. We are. Go- we're going to do the monthly still. That's not really the basis of a um, of a successful podcast, is it? Really? No. Also, or it could be like misunderstood as like a New Year special, which it isn't either. No, it's really not. It's just. So... It's just the first episode of the new year. Should we just start again? No, <laughs> no this is fine. <laughs> But I know. Happy New Year to you, though, Andrew. Happy New Year to you too, as I well. I mean, as it's the it's the eleventh at the time of recording, so I'm saying it quite late. But yeah, I know. But it, it's one of those things, isn't it, where you're like, how long, how long can you realistically keep saying Happy New Year? Yeah, for? of course. And I don't how, really um, know what the rules are, but you know. How did you spend your New Year? Did you do anything of the sort? I spent New Year's Eve in bed all day. Oh yeah, you weren't very well, were you? Because I was sick literally all day long. That's horrible. And then I, I was just at home for like three or four days afterwards, just right in a bit of a daze because I felt so ill, and I don't really know why. Oh, Andrew, you feel all right now? Are you fighting fit? Yeah, I'm fine now. I'm fine now. It really Good. did knock me for six, though. I don't really understand why it happened. <laughs> no. It was horrible. Awful. You're not necessarily huge on New Year's Eve anyway, are you? So it wasn't like... No, and I was talking to my dad about it and he said, he said, to be honest, you picked a good one to be ill on. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because obviously no one... No one was doing anything. We um we we had a curry. We got like one of those takeaway things from our local supermarket and it was what? delicious. They're like, yeah, like the, the microwave packs... Yeah, but we don't own a microwave, so we had to put it in the oven. But it was like, it was seven quid for like, you know, quite a few dishes and stuff. And I would say it's equally as good as like a takeaway sort of thing. It was fine. It was I've really had nice. some of those and they are genuinely delicious. Yeah, it wasn't like good for you at all, but oh, it was nice. Not. Absolutely awful for you. But and you we know. had a bit to drink and we watched a film and stayed up till midnight. It was pretty good, all things considered. It does sound good. Played I mean, some games. That's the thing with what's going on at the moment. Everyone has just got to kind of like just do the best they can with the situation, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, well, it, it was it was fine. I had a really good time. I don't think I've really spoke to many people who've been like... I mean, obviously, we're in another lockdown now, as everybody yeah. knows, I'm sure, who's listening to this. But like, Always paying attention to the news. <laughs> I'd be really worried if anyone was basing whether or not we were in lockdown... By listening to this, yeah, just like oh, I want <laughs> wait and see what Randy and Sam have to say about the state of the <laughs> state of the country. But I was just gonna say, I don't really know what my point was, but I'm just gonna say this feels like it feels a bit more like the first lockdown, but with absolutely none of the novelty and bad weather. Like the first one, it was like a little bit like oh, I don't have to go to work. This is weird. Oh, no one's doing anything. This is really yeah. strange. Um. But I think that some nice. shops are open, aren't they? Yeah, I think um, I I still think it's a little bit of an odd one because obviously some I think some nurseries are open, um, a lot of shops are open which probably shouldn't be. Like I don't know why, like B and Q and B and M are open. Maybe it's just sh- shops that begin with B can stay open. 
No, I don't know if that's the right. Oh, because he's called Boris. He's like, all shops begin with B, can stay open. <laughs> I think that uh, like places like that have got, they're pretty massive, like the actual building themselves is pretty yeah. big. And so I think that they can distance like safely in those sorts of places. So maybe yeah, that's they... why, maybe that's got something to do with it. Yeah, they get away with it a bit more, don't they? But oh well. And also I think the people that work in like the building trade are still working. And so those places need to be open for that. Yeah, it makes sense. Like again, some shops being open makes sense, but it's um, I don't know. It isn't good, is it? In a good situation, no, I think everyone kind of pretty thought, sick of it now. Yeah, I think it's disappointing when you realise that. I think we all thought, oh, like say in like April or May, we all kind of thought, oh, by April and May next year, we'll be all going to gigs and going to the movies. But it's just not going to be the case, is it? No, not in the slightest. Like it, it's it's, um, it's not, is it? Uh, it's funny because I think that a lot of people you know, uh, let's say six months ago, sort of thought, oh, you know, we'll all have Christmas and it will be done by then. And now those same conversations are happening about summer, but I don't really yeah. know what that's based on. People seem to think by like June, it's it's the end, it's the, it's finished, but yeah, I, don't know, I don't know why. It's funny, my, it's funny, my dad, I don't know if he's just being optimistic, but he keeps being like, oh, it'll all be done in a few months. And I'm like, he's been saying that since like March. yeah it's difficult because like i i wish i could be i'm usually very optimistic about stuff like you know maybe stupidly so but this i'm i'm keeping my expectations low you just got yeah you just got to manage your expectations and think like i was i heard people talking about e3 on another podcast and i was just like oh that's weird because that that's not going to happen in an in a normal capacity is it like no it, it just kind of came and went like when e3 would be yeah, like you know, a few months ago, it's gonna be the same it? this year. But anyway, that's enough about that. That's enough about yeah. lockdown. That, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was how to depress two people who listen to this podcast. Should we continue with the news but keep it game based? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. But first, it's time for a little jingle. Yeah, very good. Well done. <laughs> So first up in the news, news has been reasonably slow, which it usually is this time of it year. Always, anyway. It always is, isn't it? Between, yeah. between uh, I don't know, mid-December to probably mid to late January, nothing really happens with video games, does it? No, it's all quite quiet. But a game that is around the corner, which I'm super excited about, is Hitman 3. But yeah. um, they, they released a trailer the other day for Hitman VR. So you can basically play all three hitman games in vr but it is exclusive to playstation consoles which is a bit of a shame oh is it yeah that's, that's quite a that's quite a big thing to does, to wait, have does, like a part X- of a game as a console exclusive does xbox have v- vr um i'll be honest i don't i don't know i don't know that it has its own uh vr headset like you know xbox vr or anything yeah. like that I'm, I'm sure there are like vr based games are on the xbox store because it's the it's the microsoft store isn't it so yeah, I know yeah. That a lot of microsoft computers have vr capable headsets mm. and you can buy hitman for that so it seems weird that they would isolate people that are buying it on pc or on the microsoft store yeah it's a little bit strange but i know it's like yeah. i'd understand it more if it was a complete console exclusive but only to have like part of a game as an exclusive i think is a weird one yeah, just to be like this section of the game that's for you. It's not for yeah. you. Cause yeah, because I remember a few a months odd. back 
with the uh, Avengers game, they were saying that you can only play Spider-Man in the PlayStation version, which originally was bad news, but then the game came out and was pretty bad. So <laughs> it's not it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, that it's so funny how that game kind of just came and went. Like you would yeah, think, no. you'd think an Avengers game would be massive, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, like huge. And it was just very only okay. Apparently, just really wasn't, was it? I, I had no desire to check that out, unfortunately. No. But anyway, the um, the trailer for Hitman VR it, it looked good, and I, I I think that like a you know reasonably slow paced stealth game could work really well in VR. But I um I don't get to try it out unfortunately. Not no. that I'm, I'm into VR games at all. But so I think funny whenever interesting one. whenever anyone says VR now, like you probably know. I don't know if you know what VAR is in football. Yeah, yeah. Like I. Honestly, like that's just all I think of now. Whenever anyone says those two letters, I just think of the VAR in football. To be honest, it's probably more spoke about than VR gaming is. It, well, that's the thing. I think it is because you very rarely hear anything about VR games lately. Do you yeah, really? yeah, exactly. It's not really it's, um, a thing anymore, is it really? No, but still a bit of a shame for those that did want to check it out because Jay looks pretty good. I'm super excited to play Hitman 3 anyway. Is it because he looks remarkably like our good friend Tom Hitchens' Mr. Bite review? Um. Well, I like the game's before making that assumption but i do like them more now i mean he's he's just bold he's just bold basically isn't he like tom is so yeah that's, that's all it is really and a you know a trained killer and a contract killer yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is also what i was tom gonna is. say actually because um because <laughs> i think that you were sort of half tempted just because it's like the only big release that's around yeah. the corner sort of thing um, but you can download the first mission of Hitman 2 for free from the PlayStation Store or Microsoft Store if you wanted to check it out. Oh, can you? You can indeed, yeah. I will definitely do that because I, I, I really like the idea of those games. But again, I think we've spoke privately and maybe on this podcast. I'm really not very good at um, stealth in any way on games. I think that this really might... me down. I think this might change your mind on it because it's... It's like completely optional whether you want it to be open or not. So you're given like, you know, a mission or target and you can go and do that however you see fit and like sort of fumble your way through. Yeah. But there's also uh, these like various conversations happening out through different missions just through people on the map or whatever. And if you listen to what the conversations are, it gives you an option to sort of track that story. And then it will basically give you like a guide of like right go to this point and do this and it'll walk you through it sort of thing and it's you know it's not like taking all of the fun out of it some things it's asking to do are still challenging and up to you of how you'd like to do it but between five and ten different ways to do the mission you can pick which one you want to do so you might like it for that basis i think that is kind of what i need with games like i've been playing a bit of um assassin's creed uh valhalla and it yeah i feel like i kind of do need to be a little bit like told and directed like this is like, sure. this is roughly where you need to go and this yeah. is what you need to do because sometimes it just feels like um a bit of an impossibility for me that's probably just me though because a lot of people like to just play a game and not have a clue what they're meant to do but... yeah i'm kind of a bit of both at first when uh i played the well, i say the first hitman the the first of the new trilogy so hitman 2016 i think yeah. it was um the first few missions i kind of just did blindly of like right let's fumble my way through here and then when i sort of discovered the um 
the sort of like conversations and the hints within there part of me felt a bit like oh is this sort of like is this cheating almost it's like kind of telling me what to do you you basically get a better ranking or you can revisit those missions and do it in the like 10 different ways that it's giving you sort of thing so it's like it's a it's a mixture of both you can make you can yeah you can make of it what you want to can't you really yeah yeah absolutely that's cool Um, but yeah no i'm super excited for that like i said it is like it is the only big release this month really that i'm that interested in it is isn't it really like i don't think there's another yeah yeah in january which i again it's there's usually one isn't there there's usually something that's like oh that's a big game in in that month Um, yeah yeah but yeah i'm sure it'll be good i'm sure it will be very yeah i'm I'm really looking forward to um you know because it was i think it was maybe even originally announced in the um playstation 5 conference that we watched together i think think it was yeah so i'm looking forward to seeing a next generation game like that, how how it looks sort of thing because Call of yeah. Duty is kind of like a halfway house, isn't it? It's it like, is really, yeah. It's not properly. Yeah, it's not true yeah. next gen. Even though Hitman Three is coming out on PlayStation Four and Xbox One, I think it, it, it just feels a bit more uh, legit, I guess, to see how yeah. far they can push the the new consoles. I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see. Definitely. Uh, next bit of news is super weird, but stay with me. So basically, a Twitter account called uh, Screen Shakes is uh, the, it's really hard to explain. So they have a they've set their Twitter profile picture as a screenshot of Pokemon Red for Game Boy, right. and they've written a script like a a computer script so that every fifteen seconds the profile will register the most popular reply. And people are encouraged to reply with either up, down, left, right, or A, B, start and select. And then the profile picture will update based on the most popular reply. And they're trying to play through the entire Pokemon Red within their Twitter profile picture. That is mental. Isn't that absolutely bonkers? It really is insane. Like, I'm just looking at it now. I don't really... Do you, you kind of get what I mean, though, or yeah. what I'm trying to achieve? So, but yeah, really, so the, just bizarre. That yeah, I, I don't know. Is that like an algorithm thing, or is someone literally yeah. wasting their time doing it? No, so it's 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 an algorithm that they wrote, and so every oh, fifteen seconds it will register the most popular reply of whichever button the audience have chosen to press. I guess so. It's basically, I, I guess, it's trying to get everyone to play Pokemon Red together. Yeah. complete this one this one playthrough as a community um yeah that that's just it's a bit mind-blowing to be honest <laughs> i know i felt exactly the same when i read it it is I a bit like that, get a few it? times to kind of get it yeah I'm, I, th- I think i get it but i just i just think it's a bit mad i kind of get the feeling that like this headline will do the rounds and then a lot of people will drop off and then you know let's say it takes a year there'll be another headline that's like, hey, remember this yeah. thing? They, they finished the game. Sort of yeah, thing. it's not going to be like big news every day, is it? Yeah, and it's really hard to trust the internet because I'm sure plenty of people will tr- maybe even make it work so that it deletes itself if they're accessing the menus, that sort yeah. of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they'll take the fun out of it. Honestly, who knows? that that That's literally just something that you just stumbled across and thought, oh, that might be interesting. Well, yeah, I think it is interesting. I mean, it it, it is interesting. It's just, it's just mental. 
how how bored would you have to be to even consider doing that for that to even <laughs> enter your mind you've really got you got to really sit down and ask yourself some very serious questions <laughs> to even think oh i know what would yeah. be a good idea it's, it's difficult though isn't it because like if mental. you are a if you are like a computer programmer of some kind where you can write code and that sort of stuff and write algorithms it's, it's probably quite a natural train of thought you know i'm a I'm a filmmaker and photographer and I spend most of the day just filming my home office. Whereas some people would think, what are you doing? That reminded me, talking about Pokemon, reminded me of one of my, not not my finest moment. I think I borrowed, I think I may have borrowed Pokemon Blue or Red, one of them, from, um, from Kane. Yeah. Um, and then I borrowed it and he was just like, whatever you do, just don't delete my save file because it only has one save file. And then I can, literally, I can see where this is going. you know exactly where this is going. Within like minutes, yeah. I I saved it and deleted his save file. And he must have been crushed. I think he was, but he was always just like he was always just like, oh, it's okay. But you know when it's not okay, but they say it is. Yeah, it was like that, and I, that's just stayed with me for years. I don't know why. But Pokemon's been a series that's never really grabbed you, though, hasn't it? I used to like it on the Game Boy games, but other than that, nah, not really. Don't really do a lot. Yeah, I think, I think I like the I like the Pokemon brand. I like Pokemon itself, but yeah, I've only ever been interested in the first like two games. I have like tried to dive into other ones, and I've just never been too fast, yeah. really. No, it's not. It's not really for me. I played the recent one on the Switch, and I just couldn't get into it at all. Sure, yeah. Which one was it? Let's go, Eevee or? Sword and Shield. Um, it was the. Uh, oh wait, yeah, the Let's Go. I think I don't think uh, did I try. I don't know if I tried Sword and Shield. No, see that was kind of supposed to be the first sort of like first ever home console Pokemon game, and yeah. uh, I think a lot of people were pretty disappointed because it felt kind of rushed. Yeah, but I don't think it was that great, sold in. Unbelievable amount and still reviewed quite well, so they're doing something right. Yeah, mental. It's, they do so they do incredibly well, don't they? Those games. Yeah, yeah, no, they do. And then the last little bit of news, Randy, is PlayStation Five based news. So a company that goes by the name of Super Thirty Five, uh, they were basically doing this thing where they would buy a bunch of PlayStation Five consoles, and then they would customize them. Uh, in the same like color scheme as the PlayStation Two. Oh yeah, I heard something sell about them this. On. Yeah, yeah. Then they'd sell them on for a hundred pounds extra uh, for people that wanted them. But from the statement they made, it sounded like they were getting quite a lot of death threats, and so have abandoned the project basically and given everyone a refund. Really? Yeah, getting I, a lot I'm of guessing... death threats. Yeah, I'm, so I'm guessing it's because PlayStation 5 consoles are quite difficult to get hold of anyway, and they felt that this was scalping, which it isn't really, because yeah, they're kind yeah. of offering a, a custom customization service. But uh, yeah, they've abandoned the project, and they've deleted all traces of their social media and website, I think. That is a bit insane, actually. I know. I have to say, I did like the look of it, because it was like, you know, it was it was black and charcoal grey. I thought it looked, I thought it looked really nice, but... Unfortunately, not happening. Yeah, yeah. It's again these things you hear of these things, don't you? Where someone has a good idea or a project or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it just gets shut down, like the rug gets pulled out from under him. Yeah, it did get me thinking. Actually, the PlayStation Four console had a lot of 
special editions or revisions oh, and all that sort of they stuff, didn't they it? Yeah, they couldn't get enough of it. So, uh, because, am I right in thinking you got your PlayStation 4 on release day? Yeah, I got a PS4 on release day. Then, so I got I got an original yeah. PlayStation 4 as well, but a couple years, maybe a year and a half, two years later. But mine was still the original looking model with the hard angles and stuff like that. It wasn't a slim or a pro version, but mine didn't have the shiny panel and it had actual physical buttons as well. It wasn't just a touch panel. You know, it's like kind of split in two. Yeah, like one bit yeah. was like matte black and the other was shiny. Mine was yeah. just matte black all over. Okay. That was what, so wait, was that one of the early ones then? It wasn't, was it? Well, it was early-ish. It was like still before the slim or anything like that, but it... Because my first one had like the little crappy little feeling buttons on the Yeah, on no, the front. mine didn't have that. Which mine were like it? proper physical buttons. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I know which one you had because I had the one which was like, you had like a shiny sort of like half of it, which slid back yeah. and forth to like get inside of it. And then like oh the, did it I didn't know it did that yeah because you could you could just slide it off because I had like I had a problem with mine and then I just went on YouTube and it literally just it was like a cleaning video and all he, all the guy did was just p- apply a bit of pressure and slide it and the top just came off oh no um, way how weird but I had so basically I had that PS4 and then I had the Uncharted special one yeah and then that one went no that one didn't go wrong but I got that one because my original one went wrong. And yeah. then I got the Pro, so I, I got the PS4 Pro so I could play VR. And then oh, yeah, yeah. I played VR for about two months and then sold it. So <laughs> <laughs> a bit pointless. Do you think that the PlayStation 4 Pro, not ruined, but like a major excitement for the PlayStation 5 or like your... Yeah. Or it, it was like less of a jump, I guess. I've seen a lot of people say that. It's definitely less of a jump because they... They kind of shoehorned the pro in between the four and the five, didn't they? Yeah. And that did kind of lessen the impact of how good the graphics are on five on the fi- on PS five. Right. Um, I see. I think, like you've said with your Xbox, the main thing you notice is the um how ridiculously fast the loading times are for anything. Yeah, I like, think that I, is the main selling point. It's just the uh, like not it's not how they look; it's how they feel. The whole yeah. experience feels a lot more yeah, streamlined like, and quick like i have um i've been playing assassin's creed valhalla and um yeah on the ps5 and my girlfriend's got it on the ps4 um okay and i was with her the other day and she she turned it on and like loaded it and it took ages to load like between missions and stuff um, oh right i see whereas on the ps5 it's not instant like spider-man is but it's literally it's, like, it's four or five seconds to load like a whole new area of the map, which yeah. is insane. Um, so that's the biggest difference, really, that I've noticed. I think. Yeah, I mentioned before, even playing my Switch again, it's like, oh my god, get on with it, sort of thing. I'm so impatient with it, it now. It is really, it. it's really bad, isn't it? Because it, I know. But we're kind of going back the other way because you remember when you used to play a cartridge-based game on like the Mega Drive, you'd turn it on and it would load instantly. Yeah. You'd- you're good to go, yeah. And then you went to discs and then everything takes longer, but now they're kind of working back to being like instant again, which is really good. Yeah, sure. It's a yeah, good yeah, thing. no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, seeing as we've half mentioned it already, should we move on to what we've been playing? Let's do that. And do we have another jingle ready? We do. <laughs> oh, what a nice surprise.
All right, Rand, the first game that I wanted to talk about was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. Um, so I played the first Spider-Man game to death. I got genuine 100%. You collected everything, did every side mission, did everything, including all of the DLC and all that sort of stuff. And yep. I thought it was great. Easily one of my favorite PlayStation 4 games. I, I get, let's just call it a sequel for argument's sake, because it is. Let's just go much. with that, because, yeah, it is, isn't it, really? Um, but I haven't picked it up, but you've been playing it and I've finished it, I believe. Yes, I have, yeah. I haven't finished it 100%, because um, there's a few odd little bits that I missed that um, I might I might go back and do, but I kind of just um, wanted to get on and play other games, really, to be completely sure. honest. But I've really enjoyed it. It is pretty much... It's more of the same, really. But, yeah. But is that a bad thing? It's not really a bad thing, is it? Um, no, not necessarily. With a game like that, because it's... Um, but it, it in a way, it does feel different enough because you're playing as a different character. Sure. So it's kind of like a good take because you're kind of like people kind of treat you like you're like oh you're the new fake spider-man like you get people yeah. say things like that to you um yeah yeah and the story is quite good but yeah it, it, relatively short um maybe 15 to 20 hours long with doing side quests and stuff sure which doesn't really bother you so which much does it it really doesn't i mean i'm more than happy with that and it makes yeah. me more, makes me more likely to play it again but yeah I I really really did enjoy that. I thought it was. I forgot how good it is just to like swing through New York and um. Yeah, yeah. Another thing as well. Since I played the previous PS4 game, I've actually been to New York. Um, oh yeah, of course. So honestly, like actually noticing things like dropping into Times Square and seeing like the red steps that everyone stands on and takes photos. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the layout was pretty much bang on so it was quite, yeah it is that, really that was accurate. that was like i loved that and i liked seeing things like that i'd seen like last year when i went so yeah it's um that was a little added bonus this time around i think i am still surprised that it got a whole physical release i can't help but feel that maybe that's because the playstation 5 was just around the corner sort of thing maybe if uh maybe if that wasn't the case it would have just been DLC, but then it is quite it's quite a big it, it's almost too too small to be a true sequel but too big to just be DLC, isn't it? It's kind of yeah, that weird I, halfway. I, I, don't, I don't I'd love to know what happened because you're you're so right because to an extent it does feel like DLC, but yeah. It's too long to just be downloadable content for a game. Yeah, which is this, what the same that happened with uh, Uncharted, The Lost so, Legacy. Yeah, yeah. So so I kind of wonder if they were... I'm like, were they intending to make a full sequel that was the same in size and scope and length as the previous one? And yeah. they kind of rushed... They kind of, like, hurried it up a bit because they wanted it for launch for the PS5. I mean, I, unless it was yeah, made... No, unless know. it was made with being a shorter experience in mind. I mean, I, I yeah, just... Yeah. I don't know, but... um. Yeah, so that's it, been like quite a big conversation in the industry anyway, is that the way things have been for the last year or two is just not uh, good in a financial sense. These huge AAA games that last for hours and hours, they are just yeah. they, they just can't afford to keep doing that. So they, I think, I think I mean, maybe it was mainly the guys at PlayStation said they need to shorten the, the yeah, duration yeah. of a lot of their games. I do, I do remember that, and I um, 
I I'm right behind that, as you know, um, and as yeah. a lot of people know who know me. Like I just I'm actually because of talking about playing Assassin's Creed, I'm I've probably played it for fifteen to twenty hours already, and. I'm nowhere near the end, mate. I'm honestly like, <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't be further away from the end, right? Like if, yeah, you know, like if if it was the if it was Titanic, I w- I wouldn't even be on the boat yet. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of like, that's a good it's, analogy. It's it's yeah it's it's I don't even know if I'm going to finish it because it's so long. Like it's just that's so fair long. fair enough. Um, and I've, I've been seen... really trying to adapt that way of thinking more recently. Because I've got Game Pass and I try out a lot of games as to try to be able to walk away from them. It's like I don't have to finish it. Yeah, well, that's the thing again. And I've I've heard in terms of Assassin's Creed, I've heard a lot of people say like that you will find yourself doing the same things over and over for like 80 hours. And it's just like, I'm not so sure I'm on board with that really. Yeah, that's completely <laughs> like, fair enough. And like you said, with your Game Pass thing, you've got so many games on. It's it's like with it's like the Netflix thing, isn't it? Like if you if you yeah, watch, of course, it's so easy to give up on a show on Netflix because there's so many other things to watch. Yeah, like in a, so I saw a tweet actually the other day which made me laugh, which you might have seen. Um, it was just that it was like ripping on that idea that people say, "Oh, what you should watch this show," but it, but it it doesn't get good for like four seasons but you should watch it yeah anyway. i'm not doing that i'm and not it, doing that the tweet was like oh you should totally watch this show um it's 12 seasons the first nine seasons suck every episode's 10 hours long but there's one episode in series 12 which made me laugh a little bit so you should totally check it out <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true isn't it like yeah they so what have you been playing anyway because i kind of just you 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 had cyberpunk which people will know has been a bit of a disaster sure. in a lot of ways so you had that and what what's your story with that what's going on there so uh well i i got reasonably uh, probably in the grand scheme of things because it's you know it's this huge open world game but in terms of the story i think i got reasonably far i'd, I'd say i played it for between five and seven hours yeah I think which that- is yeah, I which think for those who don't know is good... six. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gives gives you a good, probably a good feel of the game, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, and because uh, I was playing it on the Xbox Series S, I didn't have any bugs or anything like that at all. It, it, yeah. it ran perfectly. It, it looked really nice in some cases. My yeah. main issues were just the type of game it is, and it wasn't it wasn't challenging at all, really. Yeah, uh, it was cha- yeah. it was challenging in a way of like I've been playing quite a lot of uh, Call of Duty and Forza Horizon, so a lot of shooting and a lot of driving, and I was really used to how both of those games worked. So when you throw a different driving mechanic or a different shooting mechanic in there, it's really mm. hard to like you know your muscle memory thinks it knows it and it feels a bit different and that sort of stuff. That is inter- That's why I really struggle to. I know some people play loads of games at once. I just can't do it. Yeah, so it is difficult. Yeah. Um, but also, it, it, because it's so open, it sort of gives you the chance to play it stealthy, which is usually my preference because I don't have very good aim. So I always try and play things stealthy if I yeah. can. Yeah. But I found that really difficult to do in a first person setting. I was really unsure if I was hiding or not. Uh, okay. And yeah, it, it, yeah, the no, game's that all makes quite sense. like, 
yeah because all the games quite like a dark setting i um i was like mm, uh, you know uh, it was hard to know where i could go what the boundaries were and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. And I kept, I kept like dying on this one mission, like, you know, three or four times. I try and do it stealthy. And then I try to do it just like loud and proud, burst in there, try and shoot people. And I died a couple of times doing that. And then I just thought, it's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if this will work. And basically the, without any spoilers at all, the mission was I had to make my way from the top of a building down to the bottom where someone who I was trying to rescue was being held hostage. Yeah. And I, um, I literally just sprinted from top to bottom, just kept running, ran through every door. And people were seeing me and like alerts going off. A few people maybe got hit with bullets a few times, but then I got to where I needed to go and the cutscene started. And then I was like, well, oh, that's not, that's not well, great. There's no oh, real so the challenge game, there. The game accepted that you reached your goal. And yeah. That was good enough for it. Exactly. And then I did yeah. it again for the next mission and it still worked. And I was just like, oh, do I really want to keep hold of like, you know, I've spent 60 quid on this. Yeah. Do I really just want to be holding the front stick until I hit the credits? Not really. No, no. And, and if it's you're like, not you know, invested in it and interested, it's pointless really, isn't it? No, there, there was a lot of like, you know, choosing what dialogue to say. And I wasn't hugely, there's a few characters I really liked, but I wasn't hugely invested in the like overall story. I'm very much, as you know, I like, I'm very much a gameplay first, story second. Yeah. And I just yeah. kind of felt like I wasn't, I wasn't too invested in the story and the gameplay was, you know, it was kind of, oh, you can approach it however you want. But if one of those approaches is you can literally sprint through the whole thing and we're not yeah. going to punish you for it. I, what, there's nothing really holding me. I, no. I, I saw some people make the argument. It's like, oh yeah, but you're not, you're not playing it properly. I was like, yeah, but in my opinion, that shouldn't be an option. I shouldn't be able to just leg it through it. No. I, Do you know I, what I mean? I heard someone, I heard on a, another podcast people talking about it and um they said about how there was like one mission where they had to like i think they just had to go to like they had to investigate like someone's apartment and uh, like it was a very like low-key mission so like they, sure. they, they got to the apartment and there was just two like druggies in there or something and like i think they accidentally like attacked one of them and then right the like because of the like the system where in which if you attack someone apparently like all the police just show up and chase you and stuff like a bit like grand theft auto yeah um, they said like suddenly in this completely isolated area of the game police just started appearing in the room and like attacking them from all angles and they were just like this just isn't possible <laughs> yeah it it, it kind of does break its own rules in some places yeah that you, you know in the in the short time i played it because it was relatively short i mean there's some games that you could finish in that amount of time but yeah i, I you know i still didn't play this huge game for overly long there was definitely some moments that will stick with me that i thought were great some of the moments again without any spoilers with the Keanu yeah. Reeves that i played were mm. genuinely great but i think the main two things were it you know I could I could basically run through it, which I wasn't willing to do. And, and I think it was you that mentioned it, Rand. It very much felt like I was controlling a camera and not a person. Yeah, yeah, that, and I and that's not good, is it, really? No, nah, and I couldn't get over that. And ultimately, those kinds of first-person RPGs are just not my kind of game. No, I, would, I was no, willing no. to give this one a chance because uh, I, I liked the look of it. And, you know, and, and the setting was different than, like, a sort of mystical kind of setting, like or a fantasy setting like Skyrim or something like that. Yeah. But um, 
ultimately just wasn't for me. I'm sure there's a really good story in there and I know people that have persevered with it and and completed it and really loved the story and yeah, were yeah. really blown away by some of it, but just isn't for me, unfortunately. No, I think um like I think it, it's it's really like Oh, it's really strange what's happened with that game because yeah. for, them, for them to literally just admit, right, the PS4 version's just broken. You and for for them to, you can't even buy it now on on the store, can you? No, no. Like they they would have been better off just delaying the previous generation versions again. It's like, look, yeah. I know, I know, it's become a bit of a joke how much we're having to delay this, but this version is just not ready. If you want it, we'd encourage you to buy it on newer consoles. I mean, they they must have known this was coming. They must have known how broken it was. Like, I I, I imagine they were banking on quite like a, a heavy patch to fix. No, things. not no. I think they were. I, I imagine they were banking on quite a heavy install base of new consoles already. I yeah. think they were hoping that the majority of people were going to buy it for the PlayStation 5 or Xbox yeah, Series yeah. consoles and kind of just ignore the the previous generation version. Yeah, yeah, it's um it's a bit of a problem, isn't it? But oh well. You've it's... mentioned before the wrestling games like the previous one was just broken. Oh yeah, that was and unplayable. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think there so... was anywhere near as much backlash as there was to well, Cyberpunk. No, I I just think because like I think with Cyberpunk, it's literally been in development since before the PS4 was even released, which is insane. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that came out in November 2013. Yeah. Um, and for people to literally have been looking forward to this game for ages, like imagine if you were looking forward to this game for seven years, you get it on the PS4 and it's just a bag of shit. Yeah, yeah, like, it's very true. I think that whereas a wrestling game comes out every year, like, oh yeah the new wrestling game sucks who cares really like i, I didn't yeah, even care i love wrestling i wasn't even bothered yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just didn't true. i just didn't buy it because i'd heard it was a mess so i just didn't buy it um but i mean that's it that's going to be interesting to see what happens this year because they took it they took a year off from releasing it every year so yeah hopefully that extra year of development has actually helped like one thing that i have found frustrating with it is I've been speaking with Tom a lot about it. Yeah. And Tom is one of the people that has is still playing through the story. He played a chunk last night, which yeah, he, he absolutely loves it, adored. He? Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he keeps joking. It's like, oh, I'm really enjoying it, but I know that's not allowed. And I <laughs> I've likened it to the same situation as when I didn't fall in love with Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. But I felt I, w- I was really like, you know, I- I'd get into a lot of arguments with my friends because they all seem to love it and i really hate the fact that like just because something's so popular or because one opinion about something is so popular you're almost not allowed to be on the other side of the fence about it and that really yeah that i really mean sucks I, I do wonder with with red dead obviously we've talked about it loads um i enjoyed it but it did feel like a bit of a chore at times but yeah i wonder how many people are sat there not enjoying it but just forcing themselves through it because they feel like they have to like it. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. People to feel like they have to, whereas it's like you can it, completely make your own mind up about it. It's like, and I think that's why these games, like Grand Theft Auto, why it's still so successful because you play it, and I think people, even if you don't like it, it's like it's like when you watch a movie or a TV series that everyone talks about and everyone loves, and you're kind of like am I enjoying this? Because I don't know if sure, I am. Yeah. But you kind of feel like you have to try and force yourself to enjoy it. 
It's a very strange situation. It's, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jack's been playing through, well, we tried to play through Grand Theft Auto Five again recently. And the first few story missions of that are such a chore. It's unbelievable. Oh, it is ridiculous. I tried playing through it again a couple of years ago and I gave up within like, within the hour, I think. It's just like, <laughs> why am I bothering with this? Like, the missions are so restrictive and so like slow and plodding and... Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> but I think that, but carrying on from that and what you're saying about, you know, uh, you kind of uh, don't necessarily look forward to these big games because of the length of them or how much of the chore they could be. That, I hate to bang on about it because I know it's a bit of a running joke between us, but that's what I really like about Game Pass is just trying out, you know, arcade multiplayer games that are yeah. no more than that. So it's like, I've got this racing game that I'm going to play with my brother and a couple of friends. And that's the that's it. I've seen everything it's got to give. The enjoyment of it is just playing through that again and again and seeing how we can beat each other. And if the great the great thing about that model is you've invested nothing in that experience. You've paid, yeah, absolutely. You've paid whatever it is a month that you would have been paying anyway. Um, it because it just again. I always I, I know I'm comparing things to Netflix all the time, but basically Netflix it is similar though you're right well Netflix is just it's just a monthly outgoing I just have I don't even I never question if it's worth it or if I'm even using it I'm just like yep that's just Netflix are gonna get 10 quid out of me this month they get it every (laughs) month and it's the same with Game Pass like if you if you play a game on it even for five minutes and you're like I don't really like this you haven't spent 50 quid to have that experience yeah, exactly. And that's why it's so that's why it's but such I think a it's good when, model. I think it was on the last episode you were talking about FIFA and you you almost felt a bit guilty. It's like, oh, I'm just I'm playing FIFA for like a couple hours. Like, should I be playing something that yeah. feels more productive? Should I be playing something with a story where I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm making progress through it? But I'm completely I'm at the complete opposite end of that at the moment in the games I play. I don't want any story whatsoever. No. Like just give me the just game, me game like whatever play. the gameplay is give me that and I'll, I'll play it. And that's kind of that's kind yeah. of how I feel about most of the games I've got going on at the moment, really. I'm still having that. I'm still having that internal battle with myself about FIFA, by the way. Um, <laughs> which, like, I text my brother constantly, but still. I texted him the other day when I got beat, like, 9-3 or something. And he, right. was, like, he was just like, when are you going to sell it? And... I just can't bring myself to do it because <laughs> oh, really? even That's if I, even if I'm like I'm not going to play it, I'll find myself playing like a couple of games because I just have that itch to play it. It's really, it's really bizarre. It's um, yeah. But I think that I think that is what gaming is to to me really. for the most part. Yeah. I yeah. there's you know those kinds of games like hey, that looks fun. That looks like you know I'm going to get the endorphins of having a good time very quickly rather than right, I've got a slow fade in and this soppy story that's going to set yeah. the scene and I need to walk to this person who's going to tell me the next bit. Oh, oh just please get on with it. Oh, there's so, <laughs> in Assassin's Creed, I've been playing that. It's so guilty of it. I, to be honest, I am enjoying it. It feels very much like you've got freedom to do whatever you want, which is good. Um, but so many missions, you have to speak to someone and then you have to walk from this hut to another hut down the road and you have to listen to the dialogue and you have to walk painfully slowly for about four minutes and then the rest of the mission can start and i'm like yeah what's the need for it why can't it just quickly say oh this is what you've got to do go and do it like 
yeah, I, I think there's certainly some exceptions for it. The, the Last of Us comes to mind. God of yeah. War comes to mind. Uncharted, those kinds of games. There's definitely exceptions. But for the most part, I don't want to play a film. I want to play a game. And that's how I feel about it. Something I did mean to say when we were talking about FIFA is that apparently there's a study that FIFA's good for you. Really? Apparently, the like the the rush you get when you like concede a goal and then if you get a goal back or you get a last minute winner, the the like rush you actually get is apparently really good for your body. And I was thinking, That's well, interesting. I was thinking, well, is it good for my body if I'm losing ten nil and I'm like throwing my controller across the floor across the floor because <laughs> I don't think that's good for me. <laughs> that's one thing that's really odd about Game Pass and EA access is it's got FIFA twenty on there. I don't follow football, but I enjoy playing FIFA. So FIFA twenty is a totally enough to it's completely to get enough. my completely yeah to get my yeah. FIFA fix. But it also has. From FIFA 16 up to FIFA 20, why? Who's going that far back? <laughs> who's going to play paying... FIFA 16 instead of FIFA 20? Exactly. If you're paying <laughs> for EA Access, just have whatever is the like, you know, the one before the most recent FIFA. It just seems like a waste of valuable slots on the uh, Game Pass library. To it me. does. It's just so. It's just so they can be like, right. It's another four games they can boast about that they've got. It adds to the tally, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you're That's right. That's probably all it is. Another thing we haven't talked about is I haven't really mentioned the PS5 that much in terms of the console and what I think of it. Okay. Very briefly, I like the way it looks. I genuinely do in okay, person. Okay, that's good. It's really quick. Um, it downloads games really quickly, loads games really quickly. Uh, the PlayStation Plus collection is actually fantastic when you actually look at it and have it in front of you. Like, it's amazing. And if you hadn't played even five of the 20 games they give you, that's such good value. And oh, con- absolutely. The controller is outstanding. Like, genuinely, it's it's incredible. Is the controller bigger than the PS4 controller it as is, well? It is slightly bigger, but... Just the feedback you get with the rumbles and the sounds and the adaptive triggers. Honestly, it's it's so much better than I thought it was going to be. And it oh, that's awesome. And it, it is. It's honestly, it's um, it's I don't want to say game changing because that's like a huge hyperbolic statement, but it it is. It it's gonna. I I it's can't. A big step up. I can't wait to see what what um developers do with it. Do you think it is like something that developers will stick with? I think it is because of how beneficial it can be. Now, even if it's just like just the vibrations you feel in different areas of the controller, um, like there was one one bit on Astro's Playroom, for instance, um, where you go outside on a level and it starts raining and your character gets an umbrella out and then all around the controller you feel little specks and it's the drops of rain on the in wow, you feel that is cool. you feel it in your hands and it honestly it, it, i was just like this is incredible i mean well, that, no, that i don't nice. i don't think every developer is going to use it to its fullest potential but i think i imagine like sony exclusive games will because i think they'll probably be forced to <laughs> we'd um, hope so but i i do feel that like the touchpad on the playstation 4 
didn't really get used towards the end. No. I, I worry that it would fall into the same category. But I, I, I really hope that they do stick with it and keep pushing it. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah. It's just I just thought I'd just quickly shove that in there that I'm quite I'm really enjoying the um I'm just enjoying it really. I've played loads of games. Yeah, it, good. it's good. It's very do you good. think that because it was it was pretty clear that they were considering Miles Morales to be the sort of flagship PlayStation Five game. Yeah. even though it was coming out on PlayStation 4. Do you think that that was like a big enough or good enough game to to carry it? Or do you feel like a, a slightly underwhelmed? Um, I or, think or they is could, it too early to tell? I think they could have probably done with... I mean, I, I haven't actually played Demon's Souls yet. I've got it. but yeah. And I know that was the other big like exclusive game. And I'm, I know it's like a remake of an older one. So it's a little bit of a cheat. But um, I, I feel like they could have maybe done with another game but i don't i don't really know what because i've it's not like i've been sat here thinking oh i've got a new console i haven't got any games to play sure um, yeah I'd, I'd i mean if it obviously if it had launched with like a new uncharted or the new god of war or something equally as big as that it would have been that would have been good but um i think as a launch lineup it's fairly good i think we're gonna obviously have a few months now of not very many games ha- coming out so i think people yeah. will will maybe miss miss that or, or yeah, think yeah. that they should because the should the demon souls remake isn't coming to playstation 4 either is it no so i think that might be i think that is literally the only one that's not available on the ps4 well that and bug snacks but that's kind of like not a full release anyway so yeah sure yeah bug snacks didn't get a physical release did it no no it's um no it, it's it's so delightfully weird, though that game. It really is. Yeah, it's, I remember you yeah, saying you enjoyed um, it. If I, yeah, it's it's really really good. It's a good fun fun little story. That got that one. So yeah, because all of the games that I'm playing on my Xbox, I could, uh, you know, with a lot more. But uh, I don't think it would have weighed up as well financially. But I could have played on PlayStation Four or previous consoles or whatever. Well, I've yeah. not played anything yeah. yet that is exclusive to the Xbox Series no, X no. or S. And I don't think that that's coming for a while, Probably really. Not. Probably not, but it, it doesn't matter that much, does it really, in terms of what... Because no, ga- Game Pass is the new thing for you. So yeah, exactly, and if, just the the luxury of uh, yeah the luxury of Game Pass and just the faster load times and all of that I think stuff. If, I think if you... I feel like people who have had like an xbox uh one i think it, is that what it was before um yes yeah, yeah with game pass and now they've moved on to the new one with game pass i feel like is there a big enough difference in the games or what you're actually getting i don't know if there is yeah so i've got a couple of friends who i've been playing with who have uh jumped over to that and they i guess similar to you they felt that the the new controller and the load times and stuff what did make it better and uh, because there's been there's been there's been updates for quite a lot of xbox first party games that have uh i think it's labeled as xs enhanced updates for certain games and they they've said that that makes quite a difference as well so oh yeah no that's interesting yeah yeah so you know it's it is just a much smaller jump than it has been in previous generations i think yeah it's just not as big a difference is it that's the main thing no but one thing i will say as well is uh the sort of the way that online communication works whether so joining a party or inviting people to games and that sort of stuff 
I much prefer how it works on Xbox than I ever did on PlayStation, I think. Yeah, that that is actually really quite sloppy on the PlayStation, isn't it? And it yeah, always, it always has been. I don't know if it's different for the PlayStation Five, but not it's, really. It's really, no. it's really like I really like the way it works on Xbox. Yeah, it's it's not really that much different to be honest on the PS Five. So, have you got the mobile app for PlayStation, or is there one that works with PlayStation Five? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Does it give you any cool features or anything like well, that? Well, it just it's just told me that Resident Evil Seven is available to play. That's uh, cool. Actually, twenty five minutes ago. So, we I just I literally started downloading that when we hit record. So it's yeah, yeah it just tells you things like that. Really, um, that's definitely been one of the. I I think that the Xbox app worked that way, anyway. But if I'm in bed and then I get a message from a friend saying, "Oh, we should check this game out tomorrow," to be able to get it downloaded just yeah. from my phone that's on my console in the morning. It still is just incredible. It that is blows really, my mind. Yeah. That is that is a really good feature as well, isn't it? That's a really good yeah. feature of it all. But yeah. Anyway, we have some listener questions. Should we do those? Yeah. Thank you for everyone to sending them in. You normally we normally say that afterwards. So yeah, let's just do them. <laughs> we have to do a jingle first. Cool. So the first question comes from our good friend, Tom. Oh, it's Tom. So Tom asks, uh, what would it take for you, Randy, to consider getting an Xbox? And what game am I waiting for to get a PS5? I saw this question and I think that I would possibly get a Xbox if that it would have to have... The thing is, I, I think it's probably quite safe... Um, my wallet's probably quite safe for a little while because <laughs> I don't really see them having a huge exclusive that I feel like I have to play within like the next couple of years. I would agree. But they might. If they got like a huge franchise that I'm already invested in and it looked amazing, like, say, Dead Space, if they, if they were like, right, we've got Dead Space 4, Xbox exclusive, or if they were like... Banjo Kazooie is obviously an obvious one. If they had like a new or a full-on remake of that game, I would consider it. Um, so yeah. So it, do you think it's like the exclusive game? Because Tom didn't actually ask the games; he just said, "What would it take?" So do you think it is just an exclusive it, game? As it what, would, yeah, what because I, I at the, as it stands now, I, I think Game Pass looks awesome, but I, I don't think it's worth me shelling out and having another box under my TV. For, sure. for that i just don't see it i don't think it's worth it um it would just be a it would just be an exclusive that i'm that i'm interested in that i can't get on the ps5 that that's what right it would, okay that's but it would have to be like something really special for me to yeah that makes sense buy a console i think that because i mentioned it to you the other day and you said it sounded like a nightmare but i think that the uh sort of community that i'm part of now having an xbox is like i'm not i'm never short of someone to play games with yeah so and i've all even when i had a playstation although me and you played games together i always felt that like there was like a bigger group that i wasn't playing with sort of thing yeah and so it's it but it's it's interesting that that's not like a big enough pull is like but maybe you know way more people with a playstation that's the thing i everybody i no really who plays games plays playstation so i yeah yeah i i have to like set myself as offline so i'm not like constantly asked to play call of duty and stuff 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's not. I, I know your group of friends are very, very Xbox heavy. Um, yeah. But mine are all, like, honestly, I'll I'll be playing the PlayStation in the evening and there'll be like 12, sometimes, usually between 10 and 15 people online at any given time if, if it's yeah, an Yeah, it's a lot. So that, I think uh, yeah. if I was if I was on your side of the fence, if I stuck with the PlayStation, I think that would be my answer. Is like, you know, what would consider me to get an Xbox is yeah. just to to have like those other people to play those online games. Yeah, with. yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what game are you what waiting could, for? I don't know. I guess I, you know, I always, I always would it have to be like a Last of Us or an Uncharted or something like that? No, because I'm I'm kind of on the. I'm kind of on the side of that now of like I'm a bit bored of more of the same I yeah. although you although you said with Spider-Man is more of the same a problem not necessarily in this case I I have done all four Uncharted games and as much yeah. as I like them th- they are very similar The Last of Us 2 is still very fresh in my mind and although there's only two of them I guess three three different things if you count the DLC for the first game yeah I mean Spider-Man Spider-Man was only like the second one, wasn't it? Technically, Uncharted's had five, five yeah. games, and Last of Us. Last of Us kind of feel is just like a bit of an ordeal, isn't it? It's a bit harrowing. So sure, but even if you put, say, you know, Days Gone, God of yeah. War, Uncharted, The Last of Us, and Spider Man next to each other, yeah. it still is third person adventure. Oh yeah, here's your here's your map. Here's your missions. Yeah, these yeah, three are more linear than these three. It's like yeah, they're very, uh, very similar yeah. in that way. And yeah. you know that, that that's probably, that's probably my fault because I was so heavily invested in the PlayStation Four. Like you know, I think you were pretty disgusted at my library of games at one point because oh, I had yeah, so many of them. So many, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so it's it's really hard to know what kind of game what game would would pull me over. Yeah. Um. You know, I I mentioned it to you before. If I if I do get a PlayStation Five, as well as my Xbox, I, I'll probably hold out for until the God of War sequel. I guess, which yeah, is a bit yeah. contradictory to what I just said. But God of War is it? Was it 2018? God of War came out. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the only God of War game I've ever played. I never played yeah. anything on PlayStation Two or anything like that. And it was completely different to the other ones, anyway. Um, sure, yeah. I I think. I think for both of us, the answer is very similar. I think it would have to just why why does anyone get a games console to play games? So yeah, exactly. I feel like it would have to be you'd probably have to be like, wow, I can't get that game on my Xbox, so I need to. sure, yeah. I can't, I, you you almost don't want to get a PS Five, really, but I, no, I know eventually so you will. Because I was talking to a, my friend Aaron about it, because he's got the Series X, and he's been toying with the idea of getting a PlayStation 5 as well. Yeah. And I think that that is quite a favourable position to be in, because it's like, I will get a digital PlayStation 5 for the exclusives and nothing else. Every single yeah. other third-party game I will play with You'll everyone get. on the Xbox. Or yeah, thing. yeah, it makes sense. It makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. But I, I good question. Need to, I need to give, yeah, I need to give Tom a definitive answer though of like what game it would be because what games on the PlayStation Five Horizon are you? Horizon. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, are you, are you looking forward to that? I am just because I th- I feel like that's going to be one kind of like the Assassin's Creed game was the initial the first one I played and was like oh. I think this is quite good, but I'm not completely sold on it. And then they had Assassin's Creed 2 and they fixed everything wrong with the first one and it was amazing. 
And sure. I kind of think they might do that with Horizon. Um, what am I? I think Returnal looks really good. That's out in March. That's a PlayStation exclusive. Cool. Um, and obviously Resident Evil 8, but that's on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, Resident God Evil of War. 8. Yeah. I mean, God of War obviously will be good, but the tagline's making me question if that's going to even be a full game. Okay, that's if interesting. It, is it going to be like a Miles Morales sort of thing? But I yeah, yeah. Depends when it comes out because they're saying it's out this year, but I don't think it is. Do you know what? Actually, I think that is my answer. Is, God of War. No, no, no. I think that my what would really push me to get a PlayStation Five is Prapper the, the next, Rapper. No, <laughs> is the next PlayStation mascot game? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted Five. You can shove up your ass. Same yeah. with Last of Us Three. Same with any any sequel to anything they've already done. Yeah, Gran Something Turismo. New. Gran Turismo needs to go away. It it's does. been around for twenty years. Definitely does. Yeah, let yeah. it go. The um... Stop, don't remake Medieval Two oh, or God. anything like that. Out of interest, with I think we've talked about this, and I think I know the answer. But if Crash Bandicoot Four came out on the PS Five, would that have swayed you to go that way? Um, like if it if it, you couldn't get it, if Crash Four came out on the five, you couldn't get it. On I the think PS4. I'd have been. I think I'd have been really jealous. Yeah. It's it, and I think that I would be more likely to get both consoles. But I think that the the Xbox just seemed like more of a different experience. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Rather than rather That's than cool. kind of the, it's kind of the same reason. I don't. I'm not too fussed about a sequel pulling me over. It's like. It's just more of the same. Yeah, no, that makes I mean? sense. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What so other that's questions, my answer. What other questions do we have? Oh, so we've got another question from your brother Richard, and he asks, which games define the N64 or PlayStation 1 for us, and why? Oh, wow. Um, as much as I hate to say it, Gran Turismo does just scr- remind me of the PlayStation 1. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember that being a big deal. Um, which games define, did he say define the Nintendo 64 and the PS1? Yeah, so I didn't actually have an N64, so I'll let you take that side of things. I mean, defining that is going to be Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, probably Banjo-Kazooie again for me, less so for other people, I would imagine. Um, Don't you think it almost kind of sucks that Mario 64 does define that console because it was a launch game? So, because it's almost like saying from day one, things just got worse. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean, but I just think it was such a huge step forward in games that you can almost excuse yeah. it for that. Um, yeah. And with a PS1, I'm probably going to just go with the classics. Like, I would say Spyro, Crash, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, like, is a big, like, PS1 thing. Like, wow, yeah. that, that was... I know. Basically unplayable by today's standards. Oh yeah, you you would. It's just awful, isn't it? Really, if you tried to play it now. But um, for me, I would say I would probably say Crash. I would definitely say the Tony Hawk series. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And Metal Gear Solid as well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that's a lot of big games, isn't it? Yeah, there's some games like Resident Evil that I always think are a PlayStation exclusive, and they're not. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I, it, it was. Yeah, it, it started that way, didn't it? But it was technically, yeah. But then it. But I always think that changed. they still seem. Yeah, <laughs> I always think that they seem more at home on PlayStation. Yeah, I I agree actually, and they often get some sort of like Sony exclusive content. So I hope that kind of continues this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. Good question by my uh, my twin. Yeah, brother. very nice. Again, it's you know it's hard to. It's hard to like be too nostalgic about the PlayStation One games because they're still kicking around now. I know. They're still very much pumping out games for all those That's different the thing. characters. We, we don't have to even miss anything anymore because it's just no, exactly. Like, it just comes back or comes out again with a different different graphics or you yeah, know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit odd, isn't it? That that that's just what that's just how it is now, isn't it? Yeah. And this next question comes from Khalif. Uh, I hope I got that pronunciation right. Sorry if I didn't. Uh, what other consoles do you want to see remade as a classic edition and why? So I still have the NES uh, Mini good and question the too. NES Mini, which I love. Yeah, very good question. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you what I would like. I would, obviously, again, the obvious ones are just the Nintendo consoles. Nintendo's. Sure. N64 Mini, I was certain was coming. Uh, I remember talking about it on this podcast a couple years ago, yeah. being like, oh, I'm so excited to get that for Christmas, and then it's just never and happened. It's, no, it's still not here. Um, the GameCube, I absolutely adore the GameCube, so that would be awesome. But it's kind of small anyway. <laughs> it is, right. But, like, but it's more about like the pre-installed games. Yeah, that sort of with stuff, like, imagine that with like Wind Waker... Mario Kart Double Dash, Luigi's Mansion, you know, those games like built in. Sure. Um and a PS2 one would be pretty cool because the PS2 had like yeah. loads of games I never even played because I didn't I never owned a PS2. Um But I, th- I think the thing is which so I'm gonna, I'm going to say this first before I give you my answer because maybe then You're going to will... say you don't want what don't want any. No 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 no, that's not what I'm going to say. But I think you'll be quite dismissive of my answer if Sega I don't preload it. Game Boy. No, no. right. Hold on. <laughs> so, it's really unlikely, especially with you, I think, Rand, it's really unlikely that you would, if you were sat in front of your TV and you've got all your different consoles plugged into one TV, it's really unlikely that you would opt to, say, boot up the N64 Mini. I think that, that, which is part of the reason why you sold your NES Mini and your SNES Mini. Yeah, yeah. Because you, they're either on a different television, so you've got to go to a different room, or they're yeah. sat next to what would be your PlayStation 5 now. So it's like, you know what, I'm just going to play a PlayStation 5. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of feel the same about my NES and SNES Mini because they're uh, plugged into a different monitor upstairs. There's definitely been times where I've been really obsessed with like an old Nintendo game. So I've like, you know, spent most evenings up there playing through that. But it's yeah, a lot yeah. less than playing my PlayStation 4 at the time, my Xbox now. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm getting at is if you go portable, so say it was a Game Boy, but it was a Game Boy Advance that was preloaded with like 10 Game Boy Advance games, 10 Game Boy Color games, and 10 original Game Boy games. It's portable. You can take it with you on the train or the bus or whatever, or just on holiday, something like that. And then... It kind of like ticks yeah. all boxes, really. I mean, so that, that I think has been my answer. I mean that that's quite a good idea as well, to be honest. It's um, yeah, I, I th- I think it, it's difficult because obviously the 
it's the niceness of having that little version of the console you used to love, isn't it? Because yeah, obviously, rather than that, we all kind of just wish that we could just play all of these games on our current console, I guess. Sure. Um, that would obviously be the preferred choice, that I would just be able to play all of my old favourite games on the Switch or PS5. Yeah. But yeah, like the little SNES Mini, I got it, but I did sell it, you're right, because I wasn't <laughs> re- I played the games that I liked and that, that I had yeah. nostalgia ties with, and I played a few others, and that was it, really. So yeah, I did sell it, but... Um, but I yeah, think because like the, the, a Game Boy Mini or Classic Edition or whatever would be taken up like less like real estate within your room. It's just like a pocket gadget yeah, you can and it's... just keep in your pocket or your bag. It's good to go. You haven't got to plug it in or change the like uh, change the HDMI source or anything like that. Yeah, I mean it would probably have more novelty as well, wouldn't it? Because it would be like this is a this is like a I don't know. It, it, no, that I mean that may just be for me because I don't really play handheld games that much. But... Sure, but also it could fix a lot of it could fix a lot of issues that the original Game Boy had. So it could have a backlit screen and all that sort of stuff. Oh, imagine not having a backlit screen. Now. Yeah, I know like, that just... was that was the norm. Unbelievable, isn't it? Really, Mental. but I think that I think that is the way I would go, and I think that they'd be silly not to take it up. Yeah, they would be really. That, that I'll write to them now. Tell tell them now. Tell Shigeru. <laughs> tell Shigeru. Sorry. Get him on the phone. Before you retire, make this. <laughs> He's got to be retiring soon, hasn't he? He's hell of an old, isn't he? Well, he clearly loves his job. Maybe he won't retire. Maybe he'll just keep Imagine going. loving your job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're... If your job... There's probably days he doesn't like his job. When he's like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to make another Zelda game that needs to be a classic... <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine through the development of like Star Fox Zero. Thinking, yeah, oh, and I mean, I the, can't be bothered with this. The pressure that comes with it as well must be like immense. Just being like, right, new 3D Mario game. This is it's got to be good. It can't be shit. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be. Pressure's rubbish. on. I mean, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah. It is. Anyway, well, thanks for your questions, everyone. That was yes. a nice little. Uh, that was a nice conversation. It was. We've definitely outstayed our welcome because we've been on for ages. Oh, I'm sorry. I can, I can let you go. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to go and eat in a minute. Oh, what are you eating? I think I'm having. I'm thinking I'm going to just have a jacket potato. Just keep it keep it easy, really. Oh, okay, nice. Well, with what? Um, probably a. Uh, I think maybe some chili, which is left over. Actually, that's probably what's going to very be. nice. Very yeah. nice indeed. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Nice Will you week. enjoy? What are you going to have? Um, I think I'm having halloumi, halloumi wraps. Oh, halloumi is outrageously good. I love halloumi. Do you? That does surprise me, Randy. Where oh, lie. Oh, mate, halloumi on a barbecue is unbelievable. <laughs> have you ever had that on a barbecue? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's uh, so good. Such a good addition. Right, we're talking too much about food again. Let's wrap it up. We, that's the only... Wrap it up like your halloumi wrap you're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> very clever. You always got to end... Yeah, you got, very good, Andrew. You've always got to end on a high, haven't you? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> it was nice to... I was going to say it was nice to hear everyone, but they're hearing us. They're hearing us, yeah. If they're still listening. Yeah, which they're not. But thanks which, if you are. <laughs> they're probably not. But if you are, yeah, thank you. It means a lot to us. It um, does. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. 
See you then. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.